When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Joined now in the green room by Colleen Renison from No Sinner. How's it going? Hi, it's going good. How are you doing? Having a little throat issues today, a little bit? Like uh, hot water, lemon, is that the is that the key? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Mostly just rest. Yeah. Rest. I just have to catch some Z's. Yeah. So you came in from Vancouver. When'd you get in? Um I came actually I came in from LA. Um Ooh, la Dida. Not well. <laughs> it's uh I was down there. Um I've been down there quite a bit lately. I'm sort of, I've been sort of seeing somebody over oh. there. Um, and I rode my motorcycle down there in November, but I had to leave it there because it was so rainy every time I needed to come back to Vancouver. I didn't want to waste that ride in the rain. So I will be flying back to LA from Toronto to pick up my bike and ride it back home to Vancouver. Well, at least there should be some good weather by that time. That's the time to ride, yeah. down, ride down the coast. It'll be beautiful. It'll be really great. I'm looking forward to it. How long have you been a biker chick? Um, I used to ride on the back with my ex, uh, a lot. We did like 9,000 kilometers together. Was he the bad boy in your past? No, <laughs> no, by no means at all. No. Uh, but yeah, after we broke up, I decided I'd get my own. It stuck. Yeah. So I've actually been, I've been riding. I taught myself how to ride last year. So this guy in LA, who's he? Is he oh, he's just, no, he's just a friend. Oh, okay. He's just, just a friend, I guess. <laughs> Awkward pause. <laughs> Boy, we hardly even know each other, but we're getting intimate. Right? I know. I, well, I, I certainly set myself up, didn't I? So you flew into Toronto from LA for Canadian Music Week. How long have you been here? Yeah, uh, we've been here since, well, we played Sarnia with Royal Tusk on Wednesday night. So we've been here since since Tuesday night. Wow. wow. Goes fast, eh? Yeah. I can't believe we've been here for that long. That's crazy. You come to Toronto often, being on the left coast of things? No, it's like really expensive for the same amount of money you can get to like Europe, you know, yeah. to fly from Vancouver to Toronto. It's, yeah, I don't find myself on the East Coast very often. Uh, what's, uh, do you notice the biggest difference between Toronto and Vancouver? They're the two, the two big cities of Canada. But it's they, so uh, different on the East Coast. It's so funny. I was talking with my friend just in LA, just about the difference between LA and New York. And it's just like, it's just, Everything. It's like attitude, the way people walk, the way people cross the street, you know, yeah. the everyone, food. Everyone here walks on a mission. Yeah, totally. I don't understand why you can see people just walking at like 10 knots down Bay Street. How do they not trip over the homeless people who are just asleep in the middle of the street? I don't understand. How do you see that coming if you're, <laughs> if you're walking at that pace? True, true sign of a Torontonian. Yeah. So what's Vancouver like? I've never personally been to Vancouver. You've never been to Vancouver. Everyone says I need to be there. It's uh, it's great. It's really beautiful in the summer. It's wonderful in the summertime. And we've been, we got a really early summer. It was like beach season in in April. So, uh, yeah. But Vancouver's like, you know, there's lots of yoga pants. 
Because <laughs> Lululemon started in Vancouver, didn't it? Yeah, it did. He, the guy actually still lives there. So um, everyone in Vancouver mandatorily has to have yoga pants? Is, is that what you're saying? I don't know. I don't think it's mandatory, no. But it's very, it's a really like active city when it's nice out. It's everybody's on the seawall. Right. Everybody's out. It's great. Like we've got Stanley Park downtown. So we, it's you can be in like the middle of the forest, you know, surrounded by ancient trees and animals and stuff and be like steps away from downtown. It's really cool. Yeah. Play a lot of gigs in Vancouver, too, I'd imagine. Um, we try not to overplay in the city uh, just so that people come to our shows when we do right. play them. Yeah. Um but we've got a gig coming up on May 20th at the Cobalt, which is our album release, which will be really fun. Name of the new record. Old Habits Die Hard. Going to do a song from that record uh, here on the podcast, Acoustic. What's the name of the song? Yeah, uh, we're going to do a stripped down version of our song Leadfoot, um, which I think will go over well, hopefully. Hopefully. Is this like a first acoustic? Yeah, we don't. We, we, um, we get a lot of those around here. We just uh, started playing with this new lineup and we're... Um, yeah, we're just kind of getting in the groove and everything. Um, it's a whole brand new, brand new band. So, um, so we're t- kind of figuring out and finding our way. Uh, Daniel doesn't have; he usually just plays electric guitar. So we're kind of we're we're pushing his boundaries here a little bit. I feel like here on the Green Room Podcast, we are. Uh, pushing the boundaries of acoustic guitars because we had the Motor League in here, which are like a uh, like a straight up rock punk, almost yeah. almost verging on metal band, and they came in and did a song acoustic. It went over great. That's awesome. No, it's really cool when you um, strip down songs and and can do them like that. It, it gives it a totally different vibe. The example I always love to go to is uh, Kurt Cobain and Nirvana live unplugged in New York. Who oh, would yeah. who would have thought in 1992? That Nirvana would sound great acoustic. Like, I mean, who would have pegged that, right? Well, I love that so much about songs. Like, you know, when you get right down, I mean, like Black Sabbath songs too. You can, yeah. if you can play them acoustically and it really like, it just shows the the brilliance of the songwriting and the, you know, the structure that you can strip it down to just the bare bones and that it still stands up, you know, like think, I think that that's important, you know, uh, this, this record the first record, Boo Hoo Hoo, that we did was written mostly with an acoustic guitar and then brought to a band. But this new one, Old Habits Die Hard, was written mostly with a band. So dialing it back and taking it onto acoustic when we've never we've never ever played it on acoustic before because it was birthed out of an electric guitar. It's uh, it's interesting. It's a bit of a challenge for sure, but uh, but it's it's good. What are some of the legendary venues in, in Vancouver? Like here in Toronto, there's the Horseshoe. There's various different, like we were at the Horseshoe last night, uh, you know, for, for a couple of gigs. And, and there's the Rivoli. And there's all these venues that are steeped in, in tradition in Toronto. What's What are the, the names it's in Vancouver? It's actually really sad. Um, one of the oldest, most well-known uh, venues, the Railway Club, just closed its doors. And it's like so many people have played there. It's... it's uh, it's yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, I don't know what, what you would want to call that, um, an establishment. I don't know. It's like CBGB's like, it, you know, it was just one of those venues that closed and everyone's like, what, how can that happen? Yeah. It's really, really sad. And, and to be honest, like in terms of legendary places to play, I mean, the rickshaw is really great, but that, I mean, the rickshaws, I don't know how old the rickshaw is. I think it's maybe like five, five or six years old. Yeah. Um, and that's been awesome. Um, my friend Mo runs it, and they're they're great. 
they book great bands. The Commodore is like the Commodore is kind of the the Commodore and the Vogue are like the the spots to uh, you know to play. Those are the kind of the oldest, most notorious uh, venues. And then the Biltmore, but I, I hear the Biltmore is gonna get shut down and. Like it's, uh, yeah, live music in Vancouver can be a bit of an uphill battle sometimes. You know, there's so many condos going up. You know, people, they move across the street from a music venue that's been there for 20 years. And then they start complaining that it's noisy. And it's like, so then they have to shut down the music venue because there are these new condos across the street. And I think it should be the other way around personally. Mm-hmm. But You move to the neighborhood realizing that you are... Going to and be- that's why that's why you want to live in that neighborhood. Like the, the it's the arts ven- district, right? Like that's that's why you move. Yeah, there. venues and the establishments are what make the neighborhood what it is, and why it's attracted the kind of people that attracted you to the neighborhood. You know what I mean? You can't have you can't have culture without culture. You know what I mean? Like you have to take the good with the bad, and sometimes culture is noisy. Bit of a downside. <laughs> bit of a downside to the term. I guess what is it they call it? Gentrification. Yeah, that's like the story of Vancouver's life. There's something like ten thousand empty homes in Vancouver because all, of all the all the foreign buyers just buying up the property and not and sitting on it. Yeah, and just sitting on it. It's ruining the neighborhoods. It's uh, you know, neighborhoods that used to be filled with kids and young families, and you know, people that used to be trick or treating and they used to be alive are now those old those beautiful old houses got bulldozed and this you know this new cookie cutter monster house is sitting there empty and you know it's uh. I mean, I guess this is life. I guess that, you know, it happens. Gentrification is inevitable. And I guess I guess there's more in common between Vancouver and Toronto than meets the eye then. Oh, yeah, you guys are, are dealing with that stuff exact too. Exact same here. Well, I mean, our neighborhood here at Young and Eglinton, I yeah. mean, it's construction left, right, and center. There's condos going up everywhere. Right. They've got the subway, the metro links that they're going east-west. They're ripping up the street for that. Um, and, and I don't think we're, I don't think it's at the point where the venues are in threatened, but I mean, yeah, the, the neighborhoods and then buying up, uh, of old, beautiful old brick houses and replacing the entire lot with a, one gigantic condo. Yeah. That's happening. That's happening everywhere in this city. Yeah. Yeah. Aw, shucks, hey? Yeah, I know, right? First world problems. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, we have in, in this end of the country, various like artists we like to cling to, you know, Toronto's got Drake or, you know, he's got the new record and, you know, yeah. every, you know, there's always a city has a figure. Who's the figure right now in Vancouver? Oh gosh, that's a really good question. Um, it's not still Ryan Reynolds, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I see him on like tourism Vancouver commercials. That's, that's funny. That's my only exposure to Vancouver. I don't know. I mean, like, for I don't. I, that's a really good question. Um, Vancouver's kind of reluctant to like fan out on anything. You Maybe know that's I mean? the difference. It's the attitude of difference. Is like, oh, we don't want to take credit. We're just you know we're nice. Well, I mean, a lot of people. I mean, so much of what happens ends up happening in Toronto. I feel like in Vancouver, even if an artist is from Vancouver, that they go elsewhere. Like that, finding success in Vancouver isn't like where it happens like mm-hmm. you have to go elsewhere to get acknowledged like black mountain just is come just came out with a new album they're like huge so you just heard it colleen renison just confirmed toronto is the center of the universe <laughs> <laughs> don't put words in my mouth <laughs> not what i said performance coming up lead foot it's a couple of minutes thanks for having me uh, thank you The Green Room Podcast is powered by 420 Kingston and 420 Session Lounge and Micro Shop.
black sheep, baby. Born bad seed. Bricks they laid me. Strong and cheap. Long lost lover. Ouija board. Kindred brother. Help me, Lord. I am yours for the taking. Set me loose in the night. Hey, hey, left foot slamming on the brakes now, baby. We got two wheels over the edge. Shot in a skid, but we both want to live. So we keep on rolling. Keep on going stay. Dark stranger, show me light. Be my savior, be my thief in the night. Rude awakening, don't bother me. Down at the crossroads, babe, you're gonna dance with the devil, but you're coming to me. You are mine for the taking. Running wild in the night, yeah. Lead foot slamming on the gas now, baby. We got two wheels over the edge. Starting a skid, but we both wanna live, so we keep on rolling, keep on going still. Lead foot slamming on the gas now, baby. We got two wheels over the edge. Starting to slip, but we both want to trip. So we keep on rolling, keep on going. Lead foot slamming on the brakes now, baby. Two wheels over the edge. Starting to slip, but we both want to trip. So we keep on rolling, keep on going still. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jag and Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's take this outside. A new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. 
Let's Take This Outside. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca.